I once got made fun of in the bar with a bunch of my friends before a Badger game, and somebody was at the jukebox picking out songs. I'm like, hey, play that badass Usher song. And then I got made fun of for that. Just so you know. You like that pancake? <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 11 minutes after 5 here on this Friday morning. Launch day for the Lake Express Ferry, 6 a.m. Does that surprise you? 6 a.m. is the first flight out, if you will, the first well, boat out. And you know what? Because I've been there covering it before, and then I've been on the anchor desk also when we're waiting for that shot. You know, like, hey, we'd like to take a live picture of the, you know, Lake and, Express. And the long line snaking all the way in of <laughs> right. cars, just like the Field of Dreams. This is... thing doesn't mess around. It might leave just before six. That always used to screw us up on TV because we're ready for the oh, same. Okay, yeah. we'll open the show with the shot of it, and it's like, it's gone. Like, <laughs> are you sure? What about the stragglers? No? No stragglers? Well, so is that is that high demand, 6 a.m. trip across the lake? On May 5th? I don't know. I mean, it must be. They're making a go. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that it is. I'm just surprised. So who's on that one? That's a, that's a commuter. That's somebody who needs to get somebody to who works Cleveland today. <laughs> yes. You work in Muskegon, but you live on this side? I don't think that's the case for a lot of people. <laughs> no, like if you want to... seem economically feasible. You're going to Detroit, right? You want to avoid the Chicago traffic, so you're... Pull on the car. Was it uh, 200 bucks? hours off that trip. Yeah, you definitely save some time. So it's expensive to put the car on, for sure. Hmm. I've, not, I've yet to use the ferry, not because of any disinterest. I just have not uh, had the desire or the need yet to get across the lake that quickly. This one's the high speed, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because so like otherwise there's the other one up. Two and a half or so, Deb, to get across, okay. I think. Okay, sure. I was on one of you know the one of the first trips where they let people come on and, yeah. and, and check it out. We were doing stories for TMJ four. It's gotta be at least ten years, right? If not more. Was it smooth? It was great. Okay. I mean, like no issues with like seasickness or anything like that. And if you got a little woozy out on deck or whatever, you could go in into the center it's, of, of the ship and yeah, it's fine. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of really comfortable I've been on a bunch of ferries in my time and they're yeah. they're really they're well done. There's little shops you can go into. You can get food. You can sit on a giant seat and watch TV. Well, back when I was a kid, I remember we went across the English Channel on a hovercraft, believe it or not. And that was the most uncomfortable thing. You think <laughs> it was, was awesome. really cool, yeah. but it's like... It was horrible. So that's why I asked if it was smooth, if it's high speed. Oh, no, man, why can't we nice get ride. a hovercraft? That <laughs> then I might even want to get on that super quick. See, just got a text on the old National Bank talking text line. One time they left five minutes early. We missed it. Had to drive around. <laughs> oh, man. That's not on. fair. Come on. That's not fair. Yeah, I don't get the, the leaving early. I don't either. 6 a.m. is 6 a.m. Like, don't we you can. want to just see if there's one more? <laughs> yeah, why well, just wait? Anybody else? All aboard. Would they cut the line? Like if there's like five cars just waiting there, they'd let them all get on, right? Yeah, right. They're not like, well, I'm sorry, the gate's <laughs> closing. No, I mean, they know who's on that particular uh, trip. Yes. 514 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Brewers squandered away a 4-0 lead late in the game in a solid outing by Wade Miley as the Rockies rallied back to earn a three-game sweep over the Brewers on Thursday afternoon. 2-2 pitch. Ground ball through the left side and in the left field for a base hit. 
McMahon is in Mustakis around third. He's headed for home. He's going to score. And the Rockies have a 6-4 to four lead. 6-4 to four lead there. It would hold to make a final of 9-6 to six there in Colorado. Make it four in a row for the Brewers. That's four losses in a row. The Brewers now head to San Francisco for a weekend series with the Giants. That begins tonight. That first pitch is set for 9.15 p.m. Corbin Burns is slated to get the start. Over to the NBA where the Milwaukee Bucks have fired head coach Mike Budenholzer following the early playoff exit for the Bucks this season. Coach Bud led Milwaukee to its first championship in 50 years while winning nearly 70% of their games during his five-year tenure. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, the Bucks are in no rush and looking to take their time in hiring his replacement. And lastly, tonight at 6 p.m. over at Pewaukee Football Field, the high school football jerseys of Derek and T.J. Watt will officially be retired. Derek Watt's number 20 uniform will be retired, as will T.J.'s number 16. Derek Watt joined Jen, Gabe, and Chewy over on ESPN Milwaukee this week and credited some of his success to the competitive nature that began at an early age. Just growing up with brothers, we were always competitive. Anything we did in the backyard, playing sports, whether it was chores, I mean, we were always competing to see who could do things the fastest, the best. And yeah, when it comes to eating, we were eating multiple dinners every night, milkshakes, peanut butter jellies at you know in school, in between classes, things like that. So it was definitely a, a commitment to you know just trying to be the best that we could be. And, as I mentioned before, the event begins at 6 p.m. tonight over at Pewaukee. It is free, and the public is invited to attend. So wait, it's uh, JJ, and and did you say Derek or TJ? Derek and TJ. Okay, what I'm, about Derek? You mean JJ? You, no, like aren't there three watts? Yeah. So the other two, JJ's probably already had. JJ's is oh, already. Oh, it's the other two. JJ's Derek already done. and TJ. I see. Okay, right. <laughs> so do they go to B-dubs afterward? What do they do after? Probably. The- Let's go get a bite to eat now. No, they have to. Yeah, they got to stay local. They're going out. Right. They got jerseys at the beat yeah. ups there. I know that. Yeah, they do. I listen closely. <laughs> like, wait, Thanks, no. Manny. Does I JJ leave a video? I, I got to imagine JJ's is retired by now. It's got to be there. Does he leave imagine. a video for them? Does he, you know, like one of those things that they play? <laughs> or will he be hey there? Guys. Or, a yeah. surprise guest. Oh, a Hey Guys video? No, don't Hey Guys your, your hometown people. No, I'm talking about his brothers. There. It's oh. a. All right, I need to end this segment. It's Friday. 518 on Wisconsin's (laughs) Morning News. Good show. So this morning, the deal of the decade is in limbo. Long sought after increase in state shared revenue for counties and municipalities is on the table, but already faces pushback from local leaders and a promise of a veto from Governor Tony Evers. Let's start there. I can't support the Republican plan as is, and frankly, I'll veto it in, in, in its entirety. So what's the problem? This assembly bill would increase payments to counties and municipalities across the state by about a quarter of a billion dollars in total. Governor Evers says that's not enough, would also allow Milwaukee County to increase sales tax and the city of Milwaukee to levy a sales tax for the first time ever, with a whole bunch of strings attached. The governor doesn't like that either. You know, here we, in one way, we want to bring them more money, and in another way, we want to take more control away from them. It doesn't make sense. Send me a clean bill that talks about the money that we're going to, we're going to give to the municipalities. Let's work together to make it happen. And I know we can get it done. He always says that about the working together. I'm not for negotiation via press release and prepared statements. These guys need to get in a room 
and start hammering this thing out. And there's been some movement in the Republican caucus, some overtures, if you will, but I don't get the sense that they're talking to each other. That part gets frustrating. Right? If, if we know that there's going to be some problems, yeah, get in a room and start hammering. I go back to something that former Governor Tommy Thompson said on Wisconsin's Afternoon News with John Mercury. He was asking him about, I can't remember what the debate of the day was. And Thompson said, here's what I do. I get all these guys in here. I have them have dinner at the mansion. They come up and we sit in a room. We have dinner and then we figure this yeah, out. And you put pressure on. You right. say, hey, what do we have to do? What about this? Can you give a little here? Can you take a little there? So Milwaukee Mayor Cavalier Johnson, he has been in the room, in fairness. He's been back and forth to Madison. Still doesn't like the deal. He was in Madison testifying before the Assembly Committee. Um, he nor County Executive David Crawley do not want to have to put the sales tax increase to a binding referendum. In other words, the state right now is saying, you can raise these sales taxes, but you got to put it on the ballot. TMJ4's Ben Jordan asked the question of the mayor. Mayor, what would you say to Milwaukee voters who may be frustrated that you would like this decision to be taken out of their hands? Uh, I, I think that this is a decision that is very, very complex. So I find that to be, I appreciate what the mayor is saying, but it's a difficult position to defend, isn't it? Like, tough when your position is, uh, I don't think we can ask the voters because they don't want to do Or this. you at least can't leave it up to chance, you know, because that. <laughs> You're relying on this. It needs to happen in some form, right, for the city to survive. So if you if you have a bad vote, then what? Lively discussion in Madison, nonetheless. Apparently it was represent, Representative Bob Donovan's birthday. Yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> it was a May 4th reference. So, so they, they mentioned those meetings, by the way. You were talking about how they how many times they've been there. They did talk to Johnson and Crowley about that. How many meetings? When did you quit counting? 50, 100? You know, uh, I used to take pictures outside the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing that. I, I, yeah, I know you've been in a, in a lot, a lot of meetings. And yeah, so they're okay. So the meetings thing. But you were mentioning all the days yesterday. So Crowley started it by, first of all, it's his anniversary. You also mentioned Star Wars. Any other questions? Thank you. It's always good to see you, sir. May the fourth be with you. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they they yeah. got him with that. So he drops May the fourth. Then there's this. Reference to today's May the fourth. And it has some association with Star Wars, but I'd also like to point out that today is International Firefighters Day. And yeah, all right. So it's also there. Okay. Uh, they did not get an applause when someone said it was also International Password Day. No one brought that up. Uh, but then, yes, it's the uh, the former alderman and current state rep birthday. It's not only uh, County Executive Crowley's anniversary, but it's my birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Bob! Uh, Okay. So he he did. Um, I would like to say publicly to the mayor, all I want for my birthday is a deal with Milwaukee. Amen to that. So, if you could be just a little more specific, you had mentioned the referendum. You don't think that that is something that can fly, and I can appreciate that. Okay. Also, happy birthday. <laughs> so, birthdays, anniversaries, May the 4th day. Doesn't anyone remember it's my birthday in here? <laughs> yeah, I, I know the, I'm new to this chamber, uh, but we used to have applause. a big party in Milwaukee. Many <laughs> years I was the alderman. 
We applause a birthday because, hey, you made it. Well done. Like Unless, you earned it. <laughs> at least they could agree on that. News about your money this morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average down again, down more than 280 points to 33,128. The NASDAQ was off 59 to 11,966. S&P 500 hanging on at 4061. That was down nearly 30 points in trading on Thursday. For a deeper dive of the markets, listen to the Annex Wealth Management SWAT podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts. May the fourth be with you. (laughs) Don't forget, you can not only listen, you can watch Wisconsin's Morning News and all your favorite WTMJ shows. We are streaming live on video from our studios here at the Avenue. You can watch online at WTMJ.com, our mobile app, WTMJ YouTube page, and all our social channels. Look while you listen with the WTMJ video stream. Run for the Roses coming up this week in the 149th Kentucky Derby is Saturday. But it's a little slow out there. Rain last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. If you want to watch and you look on NBC's website, they tell you it starts at 11 a.m. our time. Oh, yeah. All day, baby. <laughs> Which for 99% of you is not what you're looking for. You're looking for the race. The right. two-minute yes. Kentucky Derby, right? Which doesn't happen until... It's usually about 5.45 our time. They're listing the post time as 5.57 Central right that now. That seems late. Doesn't it seem late? Yeah. But so if you tune in at 11, you're not, <laughs> that's not the race you're looking for. <laughs> It'll be a bit. Yes. WTMJ's Sandy Max is actually from Louisville, home of the Derby, and has been to the Derby several times. Yes, as a Louisville gal, I have been to the Kentucky Derby a few times. My very first time was as a kid with my parents. And you can go to the Kentucky Derby on a general admission ticket and go anywhere. You can go to the infield where it is basically spring break on steroids, <laughs> where a lot of people go and party, or you can go and stand on the outside of the track and watch like the first turn. That's a very coveted spot and uh, be in the boxes. Or you can be real fancy and you can be in Millionaire's Row and then the box seats and that's where all the people with the high heels and the big hats are. So that covers your fan experience. Right. Okay. I did ask her, like, and I wondered about this, like for people who live in Louisville, they're around Churchill Downs. They're around this culture and whatever. Like, is the Derby a big deal for you? Or are you like, nah, or nobody goes to that. Pain like, or... Right, yeah, nobody goes to that. She said, nah, it's, it's a big deal. It's a pride point. Okay, this good. is a celebration. Springtime in Louisville is just a magical time. That week leading up to it is Derby Festival Week. Every single day there's some ceremonious thing. On Thursday is the parade down Broadway. On Wednesday is the steamboat race. The Delta Queen from Cincinnati comes up right. and races the Belle of Louisville. The Calliope music plays it, and uh, there's a lot of gatherings down on the riverfront. And you can bet on pretty much everything also. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can. Is this guy going to fall down? Yes. Ten bucks. 20 horses in the field last year. The 80-to-1 shot won the race in one of the great upsets of all time. Do you want to know who the derby pick is? Oh, yeah. You're offering me a pick? Well, I would at least would tell you in case somebody brings it up to you and you're like, you want to act like you know what you're talking about. Forte is the favorite right now. So Forte, the I think three to one. We have to tease her about this. I'm going to be with Sandy Max tomorrow in Madison for the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association Award event. Okay. And it starts before 5.30, which means she might be on the stage doing some presenting while the uh, post time begins. I'll just... Or they might be looking for her. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Sandy, I saw her earlier. You should get the coronation in before the the gala, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's an early morning event. You got to get up for that one. Yeah. So Kentucky Derby Saturday, the post time, 557 Central. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Make it four losses in a row for Milwaukee as Charlie Blackman had two hits and two RBIs late in the game. And the Colorado Rockies used a five-run eighth inning to earn a 9-6 come-from-behind victory against the Brewers on Thursday to complete the three-game sweep. Lined out to right center field. Coming in is Weimer. He can't get to it. Has to let it drop. Two runs are going to score. It's a two-run single for Blackman, and it's 9-4 to four Rockies. 9-6 <laughs> the final. That just sounds sad there. <laughs> and it falls. Right. Yeah. 9-6 <laughs> the final uh, there in Colorado. And, and we're gonna they lose. lost again as the Brewers fall to 18-13 and 13 on the season. Milwaukee now heads to San Francisco. Another tough three-game set this weekend. With the Giants, that begins tonight. That first pitch is all set for 9-15. A late start there out in California. Corbin Burns is slated to get the start. It will be a special night in Pewaukee tonight as the Pirates will be retiring the high school jerseys of Derek and TJ Watt. We got that. Understood. I got you. Okay. Pewaukee will retire the number 20 that was worn by Derek and the number 16 that was worn by TJ. Derek joined Jen, Gabe, and Chewy over on ESPN Milwaukee this week and credits his journey at the school for a big part of his success. There's so many great great uh, memories that I have with my teammates in high school and just the the grind that that it is and and the process that it took to get to where, you know, I am now and um obviously being drafted was a highlight for me and um you know really making it so far 7 years in the NFL is something that, you know, you can only I only dreamed of. The event begins at 6 p.m. tonight over at Pewaukee Football Field and it is free to attend. After an early exit in the NBA playoffs, the Milwaukee Bucks will be looking for a new voice heading into next season. Mike Budenholzer out in Milwaukee after five seasons as head coach and a championship, uh, but this season a first-round loss to the Miami Heat uh, with Milwaukee as the number one seed. I think this is an organization now ready to hit the reset button. They are in the middle of a championship window with Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, certainly at the center of all that. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. There um, with the yeah, latest. No, I mean it. Yeah, <laughs> coach. No, I mean it. Yeah, no, I mean uh, you know, it's too um, early. It's too early for this. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, no, I mean that's <laughs> the wound is too yeah, fresh. No, I mean, it, yeah. That's how he would answer every question. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah no. Woj well, also reporting the Bucks are in no rush to uh, looking to take their yeah, time no, in hiring no, his yeah, replacement, no, I mean, it, Coach yeah, Bud. No, yeah, I mean, no, whatever you want to yeah, say. No, I mean, Led no, Milwaukee yeah, to yeah, its no, first I mean, championship yeah, in 50 years while winning nearly 70 percent of their games during. His yeah, no, five-year tenure. Yeah, no. Don't do coach like that. Just got whacked like less than too soon. Less than 24 hours ago. It's all with love. Love the guy. He brought us a championship. I once got made fun of in the bar with a bunch of my friends before a Badger game, and somebody was at the jukebox picking out songs. I'm like, hey. Play that badass Usher song. And then I got made fun of for that. Just so you know. You like that pancake? Thank you for sharing that. Greg Pancake Hill is the producer of Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, he got no, his nickname. Because he used to work at the Pancake House on the South Side. We got great ideas every week for the show. Some of them just don't make it. So we assigned Greg to whip up a little something with the leftovers. Here on this Friday morning is the Pancake Breakfast Special. What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Every radio bit is an original until it's stolen 
and repurposed. Best part about this? I'm ripping off our own show. I am introducing everyone's favorite radio supervillain. He is I. I am him. He is the segment stealer. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? Yeah, I'm taking this one. So, artificial intelligence. It has impact on all sorts of industries. We've talked about it before. Next up, though, music. Can you say AI-generated songs? It's everywhere. Take, for instance, this song. Okay. This is called Snuff. It's by Slipknot. Don't worry, it's acoustic. Except (laughs) it's being... I know people are like, oh, God, what's that? It's acoustic, except it's being sung by Linkin Park singer Chester Bennington. Take a listen. Sounds pretty legit, right? They think, all right, it's a pretty cool cover. Probably played it live at some point, maybe in a studio recording or something. Except this was released last week. Chester Bennington passed away in 2017. What? It does not stop there, by the way. What if artificial intelligence could do things as impressive as reuniting bands who will never, ever reunite again? But not because of the death of a band member, but because of the visceral... Molten hot lava hatred of your brother. Have you guys heard the new Oasis album? Is that not the Gallagher Brothers? (laughs) This song doesn't exist. This song does not exist. It's not real. This was made last week. Those those two cannot be in the same room together, <laughs> let alone write music together anymore. But they'd make money off of it. <sighs> so good this sounds. By the way, this isn't just one song. There's a 30-minute clip on YouTube available of all of this. It's an LP of Oasis music. <laughs> wow. Out there for your listening pleasure. Now, another example is another song, and this actually just went viral last week. It's a heart. It's a song. It's called "Heart on My Sleeve." It's by Drake and The Weeknd, debatably the biggest artists in pop right now. Again, not real. This is not real. They auto tune these things so much that it could be poorly sounds, AI. Sounds like sounds so it. legit. It sounds like exactly. Yeah. Drake. Sounds legit. This song went viral last month, garnered millions, and when I say millions, I do emphasize tens of millions of views in days on wow. streaming platforms before it was taken down by Spotify and Apple Music because Drake's camp threatening to sue big time if this song stays up. This version I'm playing was uploaded nine days ago, so it just hasn't been found yet. Wow. And then there's The weekend. Like, dude played the Super Bowl. So he didn't do this. They did not do this. They did not get a room. You wouldn't know, though, would they you? Would, you? But that's the know. thing, though. That's what, that's their gig. They auto-tune themselves on their albums, yeah, but, and so then they can make it, I mean... But, Debbie, they didn't make this. No, this, I know, but it, it makes it a lot easier for AI people to, like, construct stuff so that, and make it sound like it. How does this work? Like, what are the technicalities of it? Are they taking words that these guys have already said and mashing them together to create a song, or is this, like, a completely falsified voice? So this is a completely false... Well, so what they're doing is they're taking songs of these artists and they're putting them through an AI like generator and it's quite literally learning the so- like learning how they would write the music oh. 
and doing it and in what their, their style. Sound, what their voice sounds like. The scariest like. part is if you're not already freaked out, the TikTok person who made this song is a college kid, by the way. And they're, these are his words, quote, training the software. Okay, I'll say training, training. the software. Mm-hmm. It's the scariest thing you hear all day. Training the software to learn the voice. TikToker told businessinsider.com, quote, I was shocked at how easy it was. How easy it is. And then added, it's honestly kind of scary how easy these things are to do. This was effortless by this guy making this kind of music. Is this a time when we start making friends with AI? Better. Let's be really nice to him. Like, I can't get into like the legalities and yeah. the process oh that artists God. are going to go through and just how this whole thing is untapped. I really don't know what the capabilities of are at Foley than, other than like making new songs. So what's next? You better lawyer up. As I said next week, I'll say it again. Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, especially when lawyers, the music industry, and friggin' robots get involved. So good thing when I'm stealing, I steal from my friends.